your face cause I'm paranoid Your tail only in the park annoying On a lonely island so on the boss Jamming in my head like it's Mardi Gras Grinding, doing tricks like I'm Tony Hawk Taking dubs all hand a loss I'm over the top like Randy Moss Hello and welcome to Ope Sports with Jordan Adams. Here we are already at episode number 11. Uh, today we have a uh, solo episode. Uh, next next time you can expect Damien to be back with us uh, discussing primarily NBA free agency news. Um, but let's get into this week's episode, starting off with the NHL. The Wild have conducted a trade with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, the Minnesota Wild received forward Pat Maroon and forward Maxim Kajkovic in exchange for a 7th round draft pick. Um, the Lightning will retain 20% of Maroon's $1 million salary. Um... Listen, this this is an a, a fantastic move, okay? The Wild desperately need to do something. Um this is not the last year of Cap Hell. Next year we still have more Cap Hell. Um but this season is really all we can focus on because of that. A- after that, you know, you get some freedom, but Kaprizov's deal ends, so you know, you kind of got to play this year by year, and it, and it really sucks when you really should be, uh, you know, making moves for Kaprizov, but this is the type of move we have to be excited for. Uh, a gritty fourth-line player that's going to bring some high energy to the team. It might not be the sexiest move, but it's a good move. Uh, Billy G should be applauded for getting this, especially with that salary, you know, being partially retained, uh, by the Lightning. Um, very, very good. Um, you know, losing Ryan Reeves to free agency, you know, there, there was a, there was definitely a hole in the team. Um, now Maroon's 35 years old, so it's not like, you're really, you know, getting someone for the long term, but it's not like Reeves is very young either. Maroon's actually a year younger than him. Um, now Maroon is 6'3", 234 pounds, and a three-time cup winner. So you got a good-sized body, um, and three Stanley Cup wins is quite impressive. Um... You know, the, the Wild, I think, desperately need that leadership uh, in the locker room. Um, a, a guy like that, you know, he, he could really be a leader into next season. Um, you know, last year he had five goals, 14 assists, 19 points in 80 games. And, and you know, he's uh, 34 years old while playing that uh, season. Um, he's able to stay on the ice, and that is a great attribute um, I'm really excited for it, honestly. Um, I, I, I think that's a really, a, a nice move. You know, when you, when you have your, your hands tied behind your back and, you know, just can't, you, you don't have that, that just looseness to go out and, you know, propose all these unique fun trades or, you know, look at all these high-end free agents. Um, you know, sometimes you gotta get creative and, this move maybe 
maybe he can, you know, be brought back for another year afterwards. I I don't know what the cap's going to look like next year. That's next year's problem. Uh, but this season, you're getting a good, solid player for cheap on your line that just brings a, you know, a playoff intensity. And I, I really like that because I think the Wild are going to be a playoff team again. I... I just, you know, I don't think this team's good enough to get past the second round unless, uh, you know, Boldy takes another step and Rossi becomes, you know, at, at least as good as Boldy was this last season. Um, and that's kind of asking for a lot. Um, Kajkovic is 22 years old and has played in the AHL and ECHL hockey leagues. Um, you know... I think the big thing is getting Maroon in for the year. Um, and, you know, all you gave up is a seventh round draft pick. But, you know, getting another guy 22, he's, you know, further down the pipeline. If he's ever going to play NHL minutes, you know, he's closer to it than what a seventh round pick will be, uh, you know, in next year's draft. So I, I-, I like that move because also there's probably very few teams that you would have as legitimate a shot for playing time the wild have an issue where they don't have enough money and need to fill roster spots and that becomes crazier next season so if you're young and cheap and you know playing well or playing hard it's plausible to get a a position in the wild i think um i don't you know i don't think this dude's gonna be a on our starting roster this season, but it's, uh, it's just kind of, you know, I think it's an upgrade over the seventh round pick just all around. Um, so just again, applause for Billy G. Uh, Ryan Reeves signed a three year deal with the Maple Leaves worth 1.35 million per season. That crap is wild. Reeves is 36 years old and he's your tough, big hitting physical forward okay now i know i was just applauding maroon applauding maroon for that and he's 35 but an extra age at that step of your life is definitely significant when you're playing as physical a sport as nhl hockey and not to mention he's getting paid 1.35 million versus the 1 million and we also you know have 20 percent of that not paying him because the Lightning are retaining that. So that's a total of, uh, you know, $0.55 million in savings. Um, I, you know, Reeves last year played 73 games. That's seven games less. Five goals, 10 assists, 15 points. Same goals, four less assists, played less games. So, you know, I, the Lightning are definitely a more skilled team, so you're probably going to have more opportunities there as far as assists go. But, you know, we're talking about someone who's older and more expensive. And long term, it's, you know, he's 36 now. He's going to be 38 or 39 when that contract's over if he finishes it. That isn't a crazy amount of money, but for the Wild, it it, it, it actually is. That That is an insane amount of money. That's a big contract, which is kind of sad, but 
that's just the uh, reality we're living with uh, with the Wild right now. Um, we also re-signed Brandon Duhame uh, to a $1.1 million one-year deal. Uh, you know, nine goals, assists, and 10 points in 51 games last season. He's 25 years old. And another gritty, you know, going to finish off his plays and just play hard as like a work ho- uh, workhorse fourth liners. He probably got Duhame and Maroon on the fourth line. Um, that's solid. I, I don't know. Like I said, when you're piecing together a team with, uh, you know, these small contracts and stuff, it, it's great, you know, nine goals and now he's 25 years old. You get another year to be here and, you know, there's, there's a plethora of opportunities to move up in the lineup. Um, I don't know. It's definitely going to be interesting how things play out, but I like the off season that we're in so far. We still got to resign Gus bus and, uh, not sure what's going up with, uh, Kalen Addison. Um, I don't know. You know, your hands are kind of tied with the players you got, but I think, you know, there's optimism around the wild. Spurgeon and Brodeen are consistent, good players. They're, you know what they're going to bring. Kaprizov's an elite superstar, and that's been proven. Zuccarillo's getting older. Um, we already probably saw a decline this last season. Um, you know, eventually he's not going to be as effective um you know hopefully joel erickson eck you know is playing well coming back from injury you know we need the young guys boldy and uh rossi to play well uh brock faber was a bright spot in the playoffs last year i'm really excited to see what a full season under his belt could do especially with dumba gone i think it you know frees up uh some more some more minutes uh defensively um so, you know, like I said, I, I really think there's a lot to be excited for at the wild season, and I, I truly think they're a playoff team. Um, you know, probably a fringe wild card type season. Uh, maybe they'll finally pull it off and get to the second round, but that would probably be it. I, again, with these cap issues, um, there's just not much you can do. Um, you know, you got your aging guys, and you're just kind of letting them play until their contracts go, and... You know, we're just waiting on this crazy and suitor cap hits to be gone. That's that's really what we're waiting on. And, you know, it's <laughs> just uh, another off season like this. And then uh, and then we'll be in the clear. So um, that's it for NHL news. Now on to the NBA. Anthony Edwards agrees to a Five-year, $260 million extension. Um, You know, speaking on his contract, I like what he said. He said, I'm humbled, appreciative, and excited to remain in Minnesota. Um, You know, obviously, there's things you say. Um... Also, Minnesota are, is the team that can offer the most money. No way we were just going to let him walk. It just makes sense to sign this next contract here. Hardly anyone leaves uh, after that rookie contract. Um, but I like hearing one player say that, you know, because um, I feel like if, 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 if he brings a winning culture here, 
Minnesota is an extremely underrated market. When people come here, I think they're always, you know, surprised by how passionate the fans are. And, you know, that's across arenas. Um, if you go to the XL Energy Center, when everything is working, the passes are going through the lanes, you know, we're shooting the puck, it's going in the net, it's a fun, exciting game. That place is loud, rowdy, and fun. Uh, you go to a Timberwolves game, you know, it, it really is when the, when the fans are into it, it, it's a really cool atmosphere. Um, you know, you haven't been able to see it much in recent years um, for the Timberwolves, but, uh, you know, the Twins as well. You know, the, I went to some playoff games and it's it, it really is a cool atmosphere. Um, and then the Vikings. Um you know, you go there during the Minneapolis Miracle, that place was electric. But you're just there in the regular season. That place is so loud. Everyone is screaming at the top of their lungs. I make it a a job to ensure that my lungs hurt when I'm done. Like, I, I don't want to be able to speak the next day because I scream so loud because that's helping the team. And... I think, you know, Minnesota fans are just so hungry for a championship that we we really are we are excited when we get, you know, new players like, you know, Justin Jefferson, Anthony Edwards, um, Kirill Kaprizov. It's it really does breathe excitement into the fan base and you know, you go to the games and and you can tell when everything's clicking. Um, you know, I know sometimes they say the the Wolves were saying, you know, we, we need the fans to be in it right away at the beginning of the season, not just when the playoffs, because, you know, you need to have that energy right away. Um, it's hard to continue that throughout the season when you have your your ups and downs. Um, but this this is a really good market. It, it, it really is. We are we are extremely passionate about our players. Um, you know... Also, Nas Reed saying on his new extension, ultimate, ultimately, this is where I wanted to be. I wanted to continue my career here. It only makes sense. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to go anywhere else. Uh, you know, similar remarks to, to Anthony Edwards. You know, again, there's just, there's things you say, but Nas Reed also developed here. Um, he, he really has developed, and I think you got to give something to the coaches in the system. Um, he's definitely an exciting player that we didn't want to let go with how young he is. I've heard of this, you know, potential lineup with Gobert, Reed, and Towns on the floor all at once, which sounds just crazy, but I, I don't know what's going on there, uh, what Nas was assured, if he's getting, you know, more minutes or what, but... Just the fact that these young players are being developed here and wanting to stick around with it. Jade McDaniels is another. Hopefully we can get a deal done soon. You know, this core fits the age uh, that we're looking for with Ant. And I just like that positivity. You know, no one's like saying, oh, I want to go play in L.A. I want to go play in New York. I want to go 
um, wherever, you know, Miami. I'm just not hearing that here. I'm not hearing a bunch of pouting and crying in the background. It seemed like D'Lo had a lot to say when he went to L.A., but, you know, he, he, he didn't really fit the mold, I feel. Um, definitely a disappointing acquisition. Um, we, we never got the, you know, D'Lo ice in my veins from uh, Brooklyn. Um, but again, these young players that are buying into it and stuff, I, I just think that's great for building a core. Um, and Anthony Edwards really excites me with this uh, contract. You know, he, he doesn't seem like he's just done. Like, he signed the deal. Now you can kick back and, you know, it's over. I got paid. I don't get that from Ant. Uh, he said this, and I quote, Just kill. Kill everybody, man. That's my mindset every time. You know, anytime I match up with any of those guys, I'm going to guard them and hopefully they guard me and I showcase that I'm a lot better than them. End quote on being the best shooting guard in the NBA next season uh, via NBA Today. Um, I love that mentality. I never heard Wiggins or Carl Anthony Towns say that. Uh, you know, as Damian and I were discussing, Towns, a lot of what he says is me. Me, 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 me. And that's fine uh, if you're going to back it up at least. You know, you see Ant is saying that I want to go at your best player. I never heard that from Towns, just, I'm the best, I'm this, I never, I'm gonna go against LeBron and take him out, you know, Ant is saying, I want the responsibility of guarding the best player that the other team has, and I hope they guard me so I can showcase my skills, you know, he's, he's saying he wants, like, yeah, he is bragging a little, but he's also saying he wants the challenge of the other best players competing directly against him. He wants to compete against the best players. He doesn't want to be the best in any way. He wants to go against your number one to prove he's the best. And that mentality is Michael Jordan-like. You know, Carl Anthony Towns never gave me that vibe that, man, this guy's gonna, he's gonna bring me a championship. I, I never got that out of him. And Ant... Look, I'm not saying a championship is intimate, but I'm saying I believe in this kid. And I don't think in Minnesota anyone's really had that belief except for Kevin Garnett. And, you know, outside of his, um, you know, stint post-Boston when he came back, um, he hasn't been here in, you know, like 15 years and, you know, we had Towns as the first pick. We got Wiggins over, dishing off Love, who was another, you know, good player. But a lot there was a lot of question on, is he really an all-star or is he just the best player on a crap team? And that's valid. Uh, L. Jefferson before that, another good player. Um, similar criticisms. I just don't hear people talking about Ant that way. Um, and just how he conducts himself. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I just really think he's, he's the face of the team. Hand him the keys. I, I just, I love his mentality. I think it's infectious. And I, I think once, you know, this team 
goes into the playoffs and wins a series, I think the free agent market might actually seriously start to take the Wolves into consideration. Um, you know, there's really nothing to discuss free agent wise with the Wolves. Nothing super exciting happened. Um, but if we start winning and Ant proves himself as a legitimate number one, people are going to want to come here as a support cast for Ant. Um, I- I'm just really hoping this season we can do that because as of now, we have town still. I don't know. You dish him off and get a bucket of resources. Great. If you have him, I mean, I, I don't know what you use them for because you need to give the keys to ant and have other people supporting him Gobert seems like a fantastic defensive player on the court with ant um and jade mcdaniel's another defensive stalwart um that can be a great defensive lineup but towns is just awful so if he's on the starting lineup at all it's like he's definitely the worst player defensively um i don't know i just I, I'm, I definitely don't really care for Towns. Um, anyways, moving on, Luca Garza was re-signed to a two-way contract. Uh, two-way contract. Um, last season, he played 28 games, averaging uh, 6.5 points, 2.2 rebounds, and 0.6 assists in 8.7 minutes per game. You know, that's solid minutes coming in um, effective, and then you're able to get them on a two-way contract. It's, you know, it's not a it's not a sexy move. It's not, you know, a breaking headline announcement or anything, but you need those depth guys who can come in on a pinch and play valuable minutes when you need them to, and Garza can do that. He's young, again, fits the age, uh, the, the, the age we want for a... Uh, edwards core so you know if he can keep developing it's great to have him still in the system um that's it for nba news now we're going to get into nfl news um so we have lists coming out with um players being ranked um by um executives players coaches and scouts um so some vikings players were obviously selected uh tj hawkinson was voted the sixth best tight end um so this is behind number one we have travis kelsey i don't think there's any argument travis kelsey is definitely the best tight end in the nfl right now and he's actually making a career that might make him the best tight end of all time I know, you know, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Antonio Gates, um, uh, Shannon Sharp. You know, there's there's a lot of great tight ends in, in NFL history, and Kelsey's, you know, put his name amongst the greats. Um, I don't think there's any argument with that, number one. Uh, number two, we have George Kittle. You know, great blocker, high-energy player, makes great catches, um, you know, a lot of leadership qualities, the only real negative with him is um, some injury concerns uh, that have started to pile up, you know, in recent years. Um, but outside of that, you know, you know, Gron- Gronk had, you know, some injury stuff too. And, you know, he's still effective when he's out there and he can play a little banged up. So I don't think there's anything wrong putting Kittle, Kittle number two. Um, and then number three, Mark Andrews. Um you know, he's probably going to fall in rankings, honestly, because 
The Ravens had such crap receiving core over the years where their tight end was their best um, pass catcher. Um, but now, you know, you have Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, they drafted some guy. I mean, the, you know, they brought in free agency. They overhauled that wide receiving core. Um, so my guess is Mark Andrews falls off a little bit. Uh, then we have number four, Dallas Goddard. Um, I don't know. See, this, this, this is where I think you're kind of, you're kind of just being disrespectful. Um, and then number four, we have Darren Waller. Again, Darren Waller is a fine player, but what has he done recently? Hawkinson has done a lot recently. I mean, he made a few bad drops, um, bad reads on plays, um, but, you know, he did come into this offseason midway and was relied on extremely heavily. Um, you know, as a much-needed player. But I, I think this season, you know, he's obviously going to move up those rankings. I think Waller and Goddard being ranked above him is laughable. Um, I, I think he's probably better than Andrews. I, I would definitely say he's a number three tight end in the league. But... I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at number four. I would understand that. But number six is just, it feels disrespectful. Um, but hey, you know it, it's nice that he's at least getting acknowledged as hey, you know you're the sixth best tight end in the NFL. Um, you couldn't say that with Irv Smith. Um, you know I don't even know if he'd be ranked the thirty second best tight end in the NFL. Honestly, uh, Irv Smith just sucks, frankly. Um, and now we got Kirk Cousins ranked. Third behind one Patrick Mahomes. There's no argument. There's no argument. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. If you don't think so, you're trying too hard to be, you know, controversial or create a headline. It's a lie. Mahomes is number one. Number two, Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've seen how he's played these few years. He has a hell of a receiving core, but you can't knock a quarterback for having good receivers. That's not Joe Burrow has just been a winner and, you know, been competitive since he's come in, even in college, you know, his last season winning a chip, uh, a college chip. Um, number three, that's, it's a little wild. Uh, cause there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the league. Um, I think he's heavily disrespected a lot of the time, but the respect there of putting him third is, I don't know, I would almost say, like, over, being praised a little too much, but, you know, like I said, every single year he's basically been forced to relearn a new playbook and become a rookie. Um, you know, this is a, the first year in a long time where he has good consistency throughout an offseason and into a new season. So, I don't think a lot of quarterbacks can do that. I really don't. I think it's such a tough position to be able to have to relearn and commit all that time. And let's not mention, you know, he he's not like a, a, a kid who's trying to, you know, put aside video games or something. You know, he's got a wife and he's got kids. He's got a lot of priorities in his life. So the fact that he can able, he is still able to commit that time to relearning a playbook every offseason and play so effectively going into the year is i mean applause worthy frankly so 
I kind of I think that's fair to rank him third, honestly. I mean, I know there's other good quarterbacks in the league. You know, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. There's a lot of great quarterbacks, and you could make a case about them all. But a lot of quarterbacks don't face what Cousins had. But and a lot, a big reason of that is having a defensive head coach. You know, any offensive success you have, the OC gets a head coach job. That's a big upgrade. You know, I'll, yeah, I'll take that promotion. You know, but now we have. An offensive guy as our head coach. He's not going to get plucked away. And that's huge. It's absolutely huge. Um, you know, Cousins gets a lot of criticisms, but he, he's he's a very smart football player. A very smart football player. Um, should be lucky that we have him. Um, but Justin Jefferson, he does not agree with all the executives, players, coaches, and scouts. See, he does not include Kirk Cousins in his top five. His top five goes one, Mahomes, two, Aaron Rodgers, three, Joe Burrow, four, Jalen Hurts, five, Josh Allen. Hey, that's a respectable list. It, it, it is. I mean... Again, you got Mahomes number one, obviously. No one's going to be offended. Aaron Rodgers is a, you know, multiple MVPs recently. He, he, look at his receiving core. I think he has a Hall of Fame resume, obviously. And you're going to see a lot of uh, success with New York uh, when he's there. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong putting him in top five. Again, Joe Burrow, widely recognized. Jalen Hurts just went to a Super Bowl. Um, electric. He can he can throw and he can run. He's very good at both of them. Um, and that's, you know, a rarity amongst scrambling quarterbacks. So I think he's very strong and a class of his own amongst scramblers. Um, and Josh Allen... Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's a good quarterback. Um, you know, maybe he chokes or his team chokes the very end a lot, but you know, you you can't say he's not playing in big games. You can't say he's not making big time throws. He's he's a he's a big time player. He's he's a very solid quarterback. So putting those five as your top five is not by any means a bad list. Um, I think, you know, the media maybe, or fans maybe want to dig too much into it. I don't really think that's, that's bad. I mean, Cousins could very well be the sixth. Maybe Jefferson thinks he's terrible in 15th or something, but I, I don't think Cousins is too far off. And, and those top five, those are all great quarterbacks. It's, it's really not a disrespectful list. Um, I, I think it's fair to put Cousins in your top 10. He's probably a top top eight quarterback in the NFL. I, I wouldn't put him in, you know, the top two or th probably not the top three, but, you know, I think top eight is fair. Um, but Cousins said this in reaction to Jefferson's list. This is the first time hearing about it. As a competitor, you'd always want to be top five. People have to be honest and share what they think, and I'm not going to tell somebody what they need to think. Hopefully, in 2024, I'll be on his on, on his list. We'll see what we can do this year. That's a respect, you know. That's that's a perfectly good uh, response to it. Um, 
you know, obviously you want your wide receiver to think you're top five, but I don't think it's really shade. I think they work really well together. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's a little, the lists are fun to me, but I think sometimes you can get too much in your head, and I appreciate the Cousins is just able to kind of, you know, brush it aside. Hopefully we get it next year. I saw some jokes, you know, people saying, well, he's not going to throw to Jefferson this year, and, like, you know, that's ridiculous. <laughs> There's no way he's not going to throw to Jefferson. Um, so, yeah. Um, anyways, we also have Justin Jefferson being named to the Madden 24 99 club, uh, the highest Viking rating ever in a Madden game. Uh, well, Madden 23 was just awful. Um, everyone I've spoken to can agree. It's, it's really a terrible Madden game. It's the worst one I've played. Um, so I probably won't be picking up Madden 24, but, you know, that 99 rating definitely makes me, uh, you know, kind of be more interested, but they update the rosters throughout the year and a lot of things don't stay the same. So we'll see how it ends at the, you know, towards the end of the season. Uh, but the highest Viking ever, that is just crazy to me. Uh, Jared Allen? Do we not remember his, like, half sack away from the record that year? He was a beast. Adrian Peterson? He, he was literally, literally an MVP. He rushed for 2,000 yards. Uh, just a, a handful of yards short from the all-time record in the season. I, I, I'm just honestly astonished i didn't realize that no other viking had it um randy moss back in the day uh, another you know great player but hey it had to be someone i guess at some point and you know i'm glad jefferson did it and you know a lot of people say well it's just a video game but you know these players are excited they really care about it uh justin jefferson was excited saying that um you know he used to make himself a 99 since he was seven years old and you know he's just happy that he doesn't have to do that anymore <laughs> that you know he's recognized as a 99 overall and uh yeah I, I really like that statement you know it's just it's really it's really cool i think um you know, hearing a kid's dreams and then like, you know, they come to life, you know, uh, Thielen when he, you know, always wore the Randy Moss jerseys and stuff growing up and then becoming a Viking, you know, it's really, it's heartwarming to hear that type of stuff. Um, so I'm just really glad he, he got it. That's, that's pretty cool to me. Um, and this is breaking news as of today. The Vikings have revealed Finally, their throwback jerseys. <laughs> Man, I saw that and immediately my the first thing I said was that is sexy. I it's you know, it's it's uh bringing back to the Tarkenton era of the Vikings looking like, you know, the Vikings had throwbacks like this uh with Adrian Peterson and Favre uh you know, 14, 15 years ago now. Um they 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 pop i they are they are really 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 sexy i i 
I saw it, I just like immediately, I'm just like, wow, I want one of those. I want to wear that right away. Um, the Vikings will be wearing this week one against Tampa Bay, and I believe I heard that they can wear these one other time during the year, so I'm not sure if they will, uh, but no other game was announced, but they will be worn week one against the Tampa Bay Light, or not Lightning, excuse me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, a lot of Tampa Bay news, I guess, in today. Um, anyways, for, um, the jerseys, you know, they have a few on sale. Um, they have, they don't have any authentic out, but they have the limited, the stitched ones, and then the screen print. Uh, for the limited, they have Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, Harrison Smith, Kirk Cousins. Um, that's it for the list of uh, all options. But they also have uh, Randy Moss, um, Alexander Madison, and Jordan Addison in the screen print variants. Um, so if you preferred one of those players, you could have it. But you, you, So you have mainly those four options of Jefferson, Hawkinson, Cousins, and... Um, Oh, excuse me. I'm already, uh, I'm already blanking. Harrison Smith. Um, I personally have a Harrison Smith white, uh, limited jersey in the current, and I have, um, actually, that's the only player I have now. I don't have Hawkinson, Cousins, or Jefferson. Uh, so boy, I, I'm really wondering on who I should get. You know, I probably won't get Hawkinson until, uh, until something's announced with the contract, and that's what I'm feeling with Cousins, too. Um, but Jefferson, you know, I was really looking at an authentic jersey. Um, so I'm not sure if I want to get, you know, a Jefferson limited one, too, or if maybe I do want to pull the trigger on Cousins finally. Um, man, it's a really nice jersey, though. Uh, make sure you check them out, because they they are they are flashy and... This was rumored, you know, last year when the helmet rule came out that the Vikings might be getting one, and I've just been waiting, because, uh, you know, I'm a Color Rush Diggs and a Purple Thielen. The Purple Thielen was great, but now he's off the team, and, um, you know, I don't got a purple now to wear of a fresh player on the team. Uh, you know, Diggs of the Color Rush, that's, you know, you got to have a Diggs after the Minneapolis Miracle, but, you know, the Color Rush is... Such a nice jersey. It sucks to have a uh, digs on it when he's not even on the team. So I I don't know Hawkinson Cousins or Jefferson. That's really the question. Um, I suppose you could let me know in the comments what player you would you would suggest for me to choose. Um, that's it on NFL news. Moving on to the undisputed show. It is currently on hiatus as they find Shannon Sharp's replacement. Um, it's proving to be pretty tough, I'm hearing. Um, you know, Richard Sherman is a potential candidate. Um, oh, Richard Sherman. Smart man. But Skip is very annoying. Skip Bayless is very annoying. Um, I don't know if I'd like to see Richard Sherman there. The uh, Amazon Prime NFL Thursday Night Crew was awesome. I loved their banter, and it was a it was a really fun group. I think Richard Sherman was an essential part of that group, um, so it'd be a shame to split that up. But um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it would be exciting. I don't think he's a bad you know 
replacement. I, I think he'd be fine. I think it's going to be hard to find someone like um, Shannon Sharp. I think he was kind of the highlight of the show, on it, honestly. Um, you know, but it, w- it would make a lot of sense to bring Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless back together, but... Um, <laughs> It'd also be a show I wouldn't want to watch at all. <laughs> so, you know, I, I used to watch Undisputed and I enjoyed it, so it's kind of sad to watch it all fall apart. But, you know, out, out of everyone that's left, Skip is the person I didn't want to watch, you know, the most. So it's just kind of like a forgotten show at this point to me. But um, that is all, folks. Uh, we will have another episode soon. I'm guessing this week uh, with Damien back in the fold. But um, this episode is more geared towards exclusive Minnesota news. So um, there we go. We discussed the Wild. We discussed the Timberwolves. And we discussed the Vikings. Um, I look forward to seeing you again. Thank you for giving me your time. This is Oat Sports with Jordan Adams. Signing off. Out your face, cause I'm paranoid. You're Taylor Leone in the park, annoying. On a lonely island, so on the boss. Jamming in my head like it's Mardi Gras. Grinding, doing tricks like I'm Tony Hawk. Taking dubs, I'll handle loss. I'm over the top like Randy Moss.